Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 41, the 1st of 2016. In this week's episode, there's a bumper edition of what we've been playing. We have a good chat about some of the big games coming out this year. There is little to no news. And finally, the boys take a trip to the Konami head office. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. a short sketch about Konami's slapdash approach to capitalization. Yep, come in. Hello, sir. Hello. Um, well, what are you doing uh, in my office today? Well, I just uh, I wanted to inform you that... Uh, me and uh, you know myself and the great team at Konami here. We've been developing the new Pro Evolution Soccer winning eleven game, and I just wanted to let you know that we're all up to speed. We're pretty much ready to launch. Um, we've got our day one patch all sorted. Uh, all of the physical copies, obviously, are where they should be, and we launched yes. tonight at midnight. Oh, that's that's fantastic news. Maybe um, maybe we'll keep making this game, but get rid of everything else. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so can you show me around the menus and everything while you're here, yeah. please? Yeah, of course, of course. So we've, you know, we've got the uh, this brand spanking new menu system. People have been mocking us Japanese for some time because of our weird menu system on this game. I've never really understood it myself, but nah. we got a load of Brits in to uh, to help us uh, find something that the West would kind of find more attractive, and that's what we've gone for. So as you can see around here, we've got to... I'll show you the team play lobby. Yeah, I, I like um, the online team play on this game. It's quite good from what I remember. I mean, hopefully it's not going to be laggy and everything, but, you know, we'll... Uh... I think people will really enjoy it come January when we turn all the rest of the servers on. Yeah, so, it's, um... it's, it's a good idea, because, you know, we'll uh, we'll drop the price and we'll make some more money then, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, that's that's a great idea. Obviously, the uh, the current teams aren't up to date at all. They're just, we're using the old ones. We don't think anyone will mind. No, no, I wouldn't mind, you know, if I bought this game. That's fine. So yeah, as you can see here, we get into the lobby system, and we've got the uh, the player list on the right here, and uh, you can launch a game versus the computer or versus the uh, versus other people. Um, and we've got our buttons down what? the side here. What? Sorry, what? What's that? Why? <sighs> you know the, the rules with... at Konami <laughs> about that oh. word. What's what's the problem? We've got the buttons here with a start match, invitations... Yes, uh, that word. You know the rules at Konami. We do not allow the word invitation to have a capital I. I think why the team why in, is it uh, there? The, the team in the UK, I no, think they just thought... it doesn't matter. Agreed. It is in the rules of Konami worldwide. <laughs> You're going to have to go back and redo this, you know. You can't you can't go live with that. It's It's against the law. With all respect, sir, um, can you tell me why we can't capitalise the word invitations? 
Well, it's because the word Konami has an I at the end, and that's not a capital. Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that makes perfect sense. Definitely. That's why it's there. Now, Now go and fix your mistake. Everything else we... is fine, apart from that. I feel I should warn you that if we fix the uh, capital letter on invitations and turn it into a small I, we've got to delve right into the code there that's going to set us back several weeks on the, the latest squad updates. That's fine. Ignore the updates. I think people are going to be pretty no, angry, it's sir. F- I mean, <laughs> if we all went around breaking the rules, you know, I, I don't know what would happen, but it wouldn't be good. <laughs> So, just go and do your job. I don't know what you were thinking in the first place. Sort it out. Uh, Please don't make me be a janitor for six months again. (laughs) Go and fix the uh, the machines as well. The what are they? Vending machines? Not vending machines. You know, them ones. We're in Pachinko, sir. That's all. Whatever. Who cares? (laughs) Go make me some money. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. (laughs) Damn right. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 41, the first of 2016. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Ash. Hey buddy, happy new year and how are you? Happy new year buddy, I'm a bit busy playing with my new tablet right now. So it came in time. It did come in time, it was brilliant. It was lovely jubbly. It's very fast but yeah, I'm, I'm a bit occupied now. So talk away. So you got this is dual booting this thing. It's pretty special. Yeah, man. It's got um, Android 5.1 and Windows 10 on it, which is yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like I flick between the two because both have issues uh, for some reason in Android. Um, it has like some kind of like headphone compression thing um, where if the sound goes low, it cuts it out. Like um, I think my surround sound does that as well, which is incredibly annoying when listening to stuff at low volumes. So I have to use um, Windows 10 to like watch shit on YouTube. But then you can't watch it in Chrome in Windows 10 because it stutters. So you have to watch it in Microsoft Edge. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're learning your way around it. It's just like having <laughs> yeah. a gaming PC, buddy. Yeah, it totally Everything's is. Everything's completely smooth. There's never any problems. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I, I actually have been playing some games on it. And it's been... It's like well cool. Like... And like, because it's got Windows 10, I'm just like, yeah, install Steam. Yep, install Civ 5. I'm good to go. And it uses like the touch commands and stuff. So it's like, fucking, I got Civ 5 wherever I go now. Yay. Good news. That is lovely. Yeah, I'm buddy. quite jealous of that. Yeah, suck a dick. Yep, will do. So. <laughs> <laughs> roger, roger. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that you thought you were going to get that and... uh I think everyone always kind of you get you have more of an inkling about what you're going to get for Christmas if you bought it for yourself. Yeah, that's, that's true. Happening. I mean, when you when you do put orders in for your own Christmas presents, I mean that that will normally yeah be the case. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I've like paid for like all of my Christmas presents this year. I was just like, yeah, I want this, I want that. And there you go, wrap it up. Thanks, love. You're a man of action. This is I know what I want, and behavior. I go and get it. You know. Yeah. No wise no words. No fucking about. Nah. 
How about you, buddy? How did uh, how did you get on this Christmas? Yeah, I did. I think I did pretty well, but uh, I didn't get either of the two PlayStation-related things that I was hoping for, which was a bit of a shame. But I can't complain because it would be incredibly rude and also ridiculous because I got loads of really nice goodies. But I didn't get Guitar Hero and I didn't get my steering wheel. So uh, I actually didn't get any gaming stuff at all apart from a a couple of vouchers. So (laughs) I was kind of surprised because it seems like a bit of a given for me. You know, it's easy. Just buy me gaming stuff. I even said what I wanted, (laughs) you know, but whatever. So... uh, (laughs) That will happen. Yeah. So either way, I've got uh, a, a healthy uh, balance of credit on PSN, ready for when something comes out that we want. Nice, buddy. And um, and then on Boxing Day, we uh, we were having a look around on Amazon, weren't we? And uh, the T150 Thrustmaster steering wheel went down to a hundred pounds, and uh, I was like, well, okay. If you want something done, buddy, then, uh, <laughs> just uh, do it yourself. Do it yeah. yourself. So yeah, yeah snapped mate. one of those up. Why not? Ah, lovely. I'm I'm extremely extremely jealous of that. I must say, I really. Yeah, you're you're gonna pick one up in February though. Yeah, I you, think buddy? I'll get one in a couple. Well, in a month or so. Uh, keep my eye out. See if um, they go that cheap again because that that wheel for that price is just an absolute bargain. So uh, how how is it? How are you getting on with it? You know. What's the ups and downs? <laughs> well, um, the reason we were holding out for something a little more expensive than the T80, which is their base level um, entry model, is that that wheel doesn't have force feedback, and I can't really see the point of buying a, a gaming wheel that doesn't have rumble capacity in it. It just seems totally. Like it's it's just a waste of time. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's you like know, you might as getting well... like a PlayStation One controller nowadays. It would just be like, what is the point? Because like. Um, even though we're so used to having rumble in our controllers like if you took it away like it'd be like what what is this like you know when you're shooting a gun in certain games like you you want it to shake when you rev your engine and stuff and like you you will want that in a steering wheel like surely it's absolutely part and parcel of gaming now like people maybe haven't realized how integral it is but you know it's if it's not there now it feels like something's broken or wrong it's is that important and if you're not going to have that on a steering wheel, you might as well just buy one of those things like the old Wii yeah, uh, yeah. controllers you can get you like to a, slot into. I think you can <laughs> get like an hold. officially licensed drive club one where you like hook up the um, DualShock 4 to it and just like, ooh, off I go. Yeah, pointless. <laughs> Left and right, yeah. So yeah, so the wheel turned up and um, good old Amazon, very speedy. And uh, yeah, I was having an absolute ball with it. I was really enjoying myself playing F1 and Drive Club. I uh, didn't have the space to free up for Project Cars, but I, I, I have done since. And, um, yeah, obviously it was hard to get a lot of gaming in over the Christmas period because uh, my family does a lot and Ellen's family does a lot and I wasn't really home very much or, or online very often. And then finally we get through all of that rigmarole, we get to New Year's Day, which fell on a Friday this year, and of course that seemed like an excellent chance for New Year's Game Night, which we were very excited Classic. about. Uh, so I um, I left uh, Ellen's cousin's place down in the, the deepest depths of Kent and drove home with a big old grin on my face. I'd bought my Game Night beer the night before because <laughs> I knew the shops would be shut. 
and uh, I drove all the way back up and um, I got all settled in and I turned on the console and you guys were playing Black Ops. I was like, oh, lovely, bit of Black Ops and uh, then I know what we're doing. We're going to be doing some racing because, of course, Funk and PJ also picked up gaming wheels. And uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, I'll join the party in a second. Let me just get myself set up. Let me just get my uh, my sister's old dressing table into position. <laughs> the perfect setup. <laughs> hook the wheel up and remove the drawers so that I can sit in the chest of drawers like some sort of little weirdo. <laughs> and uh, plugged it in and turned it on and it calibrated by going all the way to the full lock to the left, full lock to the right, into the middle, and then it went... <laughs> And then, and then there was a, a good puff sound. of smoke from the from the main thing, uh, and then I smelt burning in a sort of you know when you used to play with scale electrics for too long, buddy. It yeah. was that sort of smell, uh, and the wheel was dead. And that was the end of that. Twas kaput until Sunday. <laughs> until well, actually, until about twenty minutes later, when I got onto the Amazon website and uh, started going through the. Um, replacement uh, service thing and holy shit <laughs> they dispatched a new wheel for me before we'd even completed that process and uh, if it it was only because it was 8 o'clock at night that uh, I didn't actually have it delivered the, the next day I had to wait till Sunday but uh, I was only actually without the wheel for a day and you can't say fairer than that good old uh, corporate monstrosity that is Amazon who, uh, yeah, sorted me out. So I got my new wheel on Sunday, and it's now Wednesday, and it hasn't exploded yet, but it's I'm thinking about news. purchasing a small fire extinguisher on the <laughs> Yeah, it might be worth a, worth a shout, that, buddy. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've looked online, and I can't see... There's, it's not like this is a common fault. I think that would pop up on various forums and stuff if it was. So I yeah. think I was just really unlucky... And hopefully that'll be the end of it. But um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll we'll move into what we've been playing shortly, and I'll and I'll give you a little breakdown of well, obviously I've been let's, playing let's quite a few go racing right games. right now, buddy. Let's just do it. Oh yeah, sounds like a plan. Let's do that. Crazy talk. So I suppose I'll get the ball rolling then. <laughs> yeah, keep talking about what we were already talking about, buddy. Just I'll do know. that. <laughs> I'll do that. It'll be seamless and, and beautiful. It'll be Lovely. a beautiful thing. We'll do it. So obviously, I've been playing a lot of racing games. Um, I've been playing F1 2015. I've been playing Drive Club. Um, I've been playing the Sebastian Loeb Rally Demo. And yeah, I've been buddy. playing Project Cars. Um, so yeah, uh, I it's such a novelty at the moment that I don't know if I can accurately cr- like critique the experience. I'm absolutely having a fucking ball. Like it's is absolutely brilliant fun. I'm loving every minute of every racing game. I feel like at the moment I could pretty much load up any racing game no matter how shit it was and be having a really good time. So cool. As peripherals go, <laughs> it's not the best for giving an honest critical opinion of new games like that <laughs> Sebastian Loeb demo for example. Yeah. But um what I've discovered up until this point is that F1 is incredible fun with a racing wheel. It makes far more sense, but also I am one to two seconds slower per lap on every circuit at this point, which is only an issue when we're all playing with you because yeah, you're just absolutely raping us. Which is a bit unfortunate, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I'll get there. Yeah, no, it won't be long. 
but uh, yeah, I don't mind being slower because we don't tend to play public races anyway. No. So once you've got your wheel sorted as well, and and obviously because it's Formula One, the beauty of that sport is that you can handicap yourself. Um, drive a worse car than us and and it all kind of works out even I had a good old go didn't I a couple of races I had a good old go sort of almost keeping up with you but uh, there's a steep learning curve there I've played dozens of hours of F1 and suddenly all of the everything I know about that game is different all of a sudden all of the breaking points and turning in points and stuff it, it just it, it feels like you're playing a different game altogether so it's uh, it's taking a lot of getting used to. Uh, I've also discovered that any game that involves drifting is incredibly fucking difficult with the racing wheel. Yeah, Drive I'm sure it is. Especially. Like, because, like, well, unless you play it from behind the car, I guess, but that would. I just be can't catch it, weird. though. Like, you can't change direction quick enough to catch the, the. That's what I'm finding, so. What happens when you just, like, let go of the wheel? Does it flip back into the middle, or does it slowly go back into the middle? It'll flip back into the middle if you're uh, if you're you know on on solid ground and not like spinning out. But if you're already spinning, the wheels will do what the physics engine has designed them to do. <laughs> so there's a couple of times I'm finding that as well on a couple of games where I'm kind of oversteering and then it's really difficult to get, get it central in. again. Yeah, Obviously, you when say. you're driving a car, you're taught to feed the wheel through your hands, whereas racing drivers don't do that because they will cross over their arms because yeah. they want to be able to keep track of where the center is yeah totally. high speeds so yeah drive club really hard um project cars equally difficult in fact far more difficult everything feels very heavy and I've, I'm finding at the moment that pretty much everything I'm driving starts fishtailing uncontrollably <laughs> it's very very hard and you have to be really delicate with the pedals and stuff so I'm still getting into grips with that. And the surprising one, really, is that Sebastian Lowe rally demo. Really? That is so much fun on a wheel. Like That, that is clearly an absolutely bang-average game that I would probably not even enjoy on a controller. But with the wheel, I'm having a ball. I've played that the same... There's only one level on it. I've played yeah. it like 15 times. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> That'll do. But yeah, I, uh, I'd also like to apologise for... I think four or five podcasts in a row where I've said I'll never play Project Cars again. <laughs> and um, there we are. But I mean, there we are. you're not playing it in the same way. You've got like something new. And yeah, I'm, you, know, you want to test it out on everything that you can. And that's unfortunately one of the games that you can test it out on. Mm, it's, uh, that game looks horrible. Like The graphics are really nasty. I, <laughs> I didn't... We had no point of reference at the time, really. And no, obviously... True. Drive Club, would you rather it look like Drive Club when Drive Club only runs at half the frames? I'm not so sure. I think yeah, you want that 60 frames there, but yeah, I don't know. The bottom line is it's brought a whole new lease of life to a lot of games that I already owned. And yeah, it's just so much fun. I'm really impressed by the wheel. I'm really impressed by the rumble. Um, I was worried that it was going to be quite small and, and it absolutely doesn't feel small at all. You get really quite used to it. I quite like the pedals. I've been told that they are uh, cheap and plasticky in comparison to the sort of T300, like yeah. 350 pound. Of course they are, you know. Yeah. But I, I had no point of reference, so 
it feels like a really solid bit of kit to me, despite the fact that the first one I had exploded. But uh, Yeah, I think that was just a one-off. I hope so. But yeah, so there you go. You know how much I love races. So Racing. It's been, a, it's been a dream come true for me, and I'm looking forward to you getting yours as well. We can have a, a proper old race night. That yeah, I'm going to hit you so hard. Probably. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> over and over again be sweet (laughs) so the other thing I wanted to talk about this week buddy that uh, I I said that I'd buy this I did buy it it's Until Dawn okay so unfortunately it's a bit late uh, and we can't really put in our game of the year podcast or anything now but let's uh, let's hear what you have to say about it then buddy is it up to the scratch what everyone's talking about or is it just a bit quick time event here a bit boring or does it actually do stuff um I I agree with what what I was seeing from people who liked it a lot of the publications that we pay attention to I really really enjoyed it like I genuinely really enjoyed it it is just quick time events and uh a bit of walking like there aren't really love it um fail states you can you know you can miss quick time events that could result in the death of a character so it does feel like they're quite important to be honest yeah um there's some really to be honest it's it very much feels like a an interactive movie rather than a video game it doesn't feel very much like a game to me but it's really well written um, for a game, at least. I think it'd be a bang average movie, but uh, <laughs> for a video game, you know, yeah, we, our expectations are a little lower because we very rarely get something with the sort of theatrical quality of The Last of Us or The Witcher. So yeah, so you think like the it would have come close to like the and I think you picked the The Witcher for your storyline, uh, from what I remember. Uh, yeah. I picked Tales for the Borderlands. Do you reckon it would, um, if I played it, it would, you know, try and bump it off the slot? I think if you had played Until Dawn, then it would have been your story game of choice. Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Because it's it's such a nice package, and the characters are kind of cool. That's what she and said, "It's a nice package." Lovely. It's um. It looks amazing as well. Graphically, it's gorgeous. Like it actually probably runs Battlefront close in that category as well. Cool. Um, but it's just a really coherent thing. Like we we absolutely couldn't put it down. I started playing it with Ellen, and we played it from start to finish. Uh, and, and she she said she's never done that. Like I, I have a history of doing that yes, with story yes, games. Yes, she did. <laughs> but but the fact that we had a you know we had the weekend off and we were both sitting here on Sunday and we basically Sunday we played until dawn that's what we did all day and she's never done that before she was completely engrossed and uh, it's very 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 clever very well written incredibly atmospheric cool music cool graphics Uh, the quick time events and stuff once you get past the fact that you know I I don't mind them because they're basically the whole game like it is it's an interactive thing rather than a game it's uh, if there was a load of um, other gameplay in there, like third-person shooter mechanics or something, then yeah, yeah. the QTEs would be fucking shitty. But then <laughs> this is literally left stick, walk around, or you're doing quick-time events. The only other mechanic in there 
is a, a sort of hiding mechanic where it keeps it keeps track of the uh, the gyro and the, the light on the back of your controller and you have to hold it perfectly still and not move it um, so it leads to these sort of really tense moments where you're like hiding in a cupboard and, and if you jog the controller then you know something really bad might happen and actually without spoiling anything at all um, one of the characters that Ellen and I liked the most she actually got this character killed by moving the controller and it was the closest oh, we've ever come to having like a fucking fist fight <laughs> me and Ellen <laughs> I was like I can't believe you just did that and she's like I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommended to play with someone else, a partner or whatever, because it's uh, it's a game that I think anyone could really play, and it's really engrossing, and I can see why so many people were big on it. I don't think it would have made my top five. Uh, it certainly would have made a top ten list if we'd done yeah. that. But, um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> The only real downside for me is that I, I do. I, I think this might be because I'm, you know, we play so many games. This this thing's really impressive. It's got this whole butterfly effect mechanic where, you know, you, there are like a dozen different endings, and and of the party of people that you're controlling, any of them could live or die. Like you could save all of them, or half of them, or none of them. Like so, all your of choices that is actually make a difference. Then yeah, completely like make a, a vast difference. I mean, and, that, that's uh, what you need in the game. Like, that is trying to do that. I mean, it's really impressive. But despite that, I still got, when we got to the end of our, our run through, I still felt like I'd, pre- I'd kind of seen everything that I wanted to see. And I don't think that, that I will play through it again, despite that fact. Despite the fact that I know I could have a, a quite different experience. I, yeah. I just feel like I'd kind of seen enough. So. I'm not sure in terms of replay value. I'm not sure that the replay value is there, but they couldn't have done any more to make that an option, that replay value. But what I think I should probably do is just mail it up to you now so you can have a go and see what you think as well. That'd be sweet, buddy. I'll play that shit. That'd be cool. Really impressed, though. Like The quick time event thing was obviously the the major concern for me, and and, and it needn't have been because it... As I said, like if if that's the whole game, then you accept it. It's when it's lazily added to games that already have better mechanics that it's a problem for me. So, so yeah. Nice, buddy. Yeah, I'm looking forward so, to playing it. Be good. So, other than that, I played. Uh, I've been playing lots of Star Wars Battlefront over Christmas. That's very much yes. been my Christmas game. It's so much fun. Uh, and I, I know that you're going to say the same in your section, so I won't dwell here. But <laughs> I fucking, we're, I'm afraid we're going to have to buy the wanky EA season pass for this game, Ash, because I think so. I want more. I want more. They've got I me over more. a barrel. Yes, yeah. definitely. Uh, well, well, we'll find out when like the first DLC comes out, and we'll just pick it up. No, and they've said that it's it. it's all going to be the original trilogy, all of the DLC. It's not going to be any Force Awakens or the. Um, Phantom Menace or anything like that so it's That's all going to cool. be classic stuff from the original trilogy which oh, I watched again over Christmas I'm even more excited now yeah that's Stupid what you want EA taking my money bastards <clears throat> I'm imagining like some like death matches like oh, fucking the Cloud City and all sorts of stuff they could go anywhere with that it's going to yeah, be definitely. very exciting there's blatantly going to be some maps that are on like a Star Destroyer as well 
Like yeah, blatantly. It's like there's happen. so many opportunities there. It's just totally. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Fuck and it. finally, the only other thing that I have played uh, is a board game rather than a video game, and that is uh, Ellen's brother for Christmas got the Ticket to Ride UK expansion map. Choo choo. So we were playing old Ticket to Ride. Love uh, If you're not familiar with Ticket to Ride, it is a board game where you lay train tracks across various continents uh, and score points, and it's a lot more fun than I just made it sound. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the standard is map is like 1940s America, but uh, yeah. yeah, this is a, like a UK version. But there's also a couple of special routes, including a... 10 train route across the Atlantic to New York and uh, and a cheeky like uh, 5 train route across to France as well Ash so beautiful special. is that the but, shuttle yeah. so that's me that's my Christmas gaming what about you buddy okay so we're going to start off on the tablet and I um, purchased uh, Hitman Go and also Lara Croft Go because they I've were on sale for like about both of these things. 80p, I think they were. So I was yeah. like, I'll have that. Why not? And like um, Lara Croft Go got like quite good, like, well, got really good reviews and uh, a lot of publications have been hyping it up and putting it in some sort of category of the year. Um, as you know, not a big, big fan of mobile games, but obviously... Seeing as this is like, uh, I don't know what screen size this is. Big, I'd say. Big screen size for a tablet. I think it's the same size as like uh, like the original iPad, that kind of size. And um, yeah, these games are cool. They're like uh, a puzzle game, um, if you don't know anything about them. Uh, and you move like one space at a time and then all the, the enemies on that map move as well. Um, in Hitman Go, there's like classic things where you have to like... Uh, for a bonus, go and find like a briefcase and then escape, or do it like in a certain amount of moves. Um, there's also like little trap doors you can go through, and also you can like distract guards by like throwing a rock. So you throw the rock, and then the guard will move over there as you move. Um, I found it really fun. You know, it was just one of those games where you could just pick up and like lose like half an hour just doing a few levels, which was cool. Like working out what the best route is and like how to get around them, because uh, like it it all comes down to like the enemies uh, on the map and how they react. Like some of them stand in the spot and spin round, some of them just stand there and face one way. So uh, and other ones like move up and down like in a straight line. That's about as far as I got. I think after that there are obviously a lot more, but. I think is I've it kind of like a board game? Sort of. Yeah, like it, it is set on a board game, like uh, the Hitman one is. Um, um, it like it, it, yeah, it's really weird. Like the art style is cool. Like it's just like figurines. They're not like actual characters. Uh, oh, okay. And, uh, they're like Sabutio men, I would say. Nice. They've got like little like platform underneath. That's a good way to explain it. I'd say that's quite cool. Yeah, it's it, like the art style of it is like it's really nice. It's slick and clean and like yeah, it works. Uh, and yeah, like it's oh. <laughs> it's a really just fun game to play. And like uh, you you can end up losing yourself like for quite a while trying to work out how to do it. Uh, obviously being a mobile game there is some sort of microtransaction in there 
So when you buy the game, you get like five free hints. Uh, and when they run out, as my son did for me, which was really nice of him, uh, <laughs> you have to like buy more for like four quid a pop. And I was like, fuck that. I, I don't know how many you get for four quid, probably like another five or ten or something. But yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'd rather just work it out or look it up on YouTube if I'm really that bothered. I was going to say, like, there'll be walkthroughs yeah. all over the internet exactly. for that Exactly. So. Seriously. So I'm like, wow. That's it. <laughs> well, you got to wonder how many people have actually, you know, done that. Um, like, uh, the combat in it, in a way, I, I don't know if you can call it combat, the way you get rid of um, these enemies, like... Um, is you either have to hit them from the sides or behind, or you can hit them in the front if they move and you move at the same time. Uh, so you move and then they move into a slot where they're in front of you. So do you get what I'm saying? They're facing you, but they're still one space away. Gotcha. Yeah, and then on your next move, you can just go and take them out, which is cool. Um, yeah, it's a really cool game. Um like I said, like I think uh, I'll talk about a, a bit about Lara Croft Go actually now. So pretty much the same mechanics, um, slightly different. Uh, obviously set in some sort of tomb, and they're not bad guys. There's like snakes and shit, uh, like some kind of like lizard creatures I've come across as well. Uh, all of these move in different ways. The snakes just stand there. Uh, they're your bog standard ones, and uh, these like gecko things kind of like chase you like uh, they're always one spot behind you uh, and one way uh, they, uh, there's uh, a way of getting them rid of them so like you can climb up a wall on this instead it's not flat it, you can go up walls and down walls obviously because like it's tomb raiding you're gonna have to do that sure, uh, yeah. and what you can do is like you go up a wall you move along one and that that uh, section you're on is like kind of cracked and then when you move off it, the next time someone goes on that, it'll crumble and they'll fall off. So you keep moving and then like the gecko goes onto the, or lizard, whatever it is. Oh, so you can kind of bait them. Yeah, you bait them into it and that's part of the game. And that's really cool, you know, um, they, they thought of that. And, and then there's like a long range spear weapon that I've come across as well now. Um, so you can like throw it at people, well, not people, at the snakes or whoever. Um, and then that, integrates into the puzzle as well so yeah like they oh god and then what else is there there's like oh, there's well there's a lot going on anyway in these games and they progress um like i think i'm only on to like the second or third stages uh of these i think there's like 10 levels in each stage um and it's getting a bit difficult i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it, but it, it is lots of fun i love like little puzzle games and stuff like that and um uh, if it's still on sale, I, I'd definitely pick up one of them. Um, look into which one you prefer. Uh, I think I prefer the Hitman uh, to the Lara Croft Go. Um, mainly because I, I think the graphics are a bit different. Because like um, the the Lara Croft one's kind of like cartoony in a way, whereas Hitman is is like a board game, like you say, and I think that's what I like about it. It's weird. <laughs> it looks like Hitman's trying less to be like a standard video game and oh, more yeah. kind of its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. The uh, apart from that, like uh, I, I I dicked about with Steam, uh, played some Bastion, hooked up my DualShock Four controller to it, 
Um, but that that was me done on the tablet for gaming over Christmas. Can now, play, um, buddy? one of the things on my wish list for Christmas was uh, a new mouse and keyboard, buddy. So um, I bought one. No, of course you did. <laughs> so yeah, I bought like an incredibly cheap keyboard and mouse off Amazon. I think like together it was like twenty quid or something. But uh, you know, um, I really like them. Like they're they're so cheap and like cruddy. Um, it's fine, but like the um, the keyboard I've got is like an American layout, which is okay. I can live with that. But the the thing that I love about it is like the space bar's got like an extended bit underneath it for your thumb to rest on, and uh, also it has uh, probably the best name I've seen for a space bar. Uh, I bet you you would never get it in a million years, but it is called period. Almost no. It's called the Karate Chop. The Karate Chop. Yep, it's called the Karate Chop. Just the spacebar's called that. Well, it's just written along the spacebar. <laughs> yeah, it's got like some Japanese writing, and underneath it it says Karate Chop. I'm like fucking ace. Okay. Down. I suppose because like, you like come down on it with your thumb, it's like a yeah, exactly. I don't okay. know, but um, weird. Uh, the make of this keyboard is back b a k t h. I have no idea. Uh, I got a free uh, gaming mouse mat with it as well. It's just fucking ace though. It's really comfortable. Like everything feels like sturdy on it, and like the keys are kind of like rubbery in a way so your fingers don't slip and shit it's, it's cool so um that got me interested in playing games on my pc again so um first of all i tried overclocking my graphics card which uh, i managed to get because i bought um was it 3d benchmark or 3d mark for like a couple oh, yeah. of quid on steam so that was fun seeing how shit my computer was um, but obviously, like, the, the ridiculously high scores, like, you're never going to get anywhere near that unless you have, like, a, a 20 grand computer or something stupid, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. um, which I definitely do not have. But um, I was quite happy with my scores. It said, like, I was, like, in the high end for a gaming PC. Like, I was like, yeah, sweet. Um, I had the capability to do, like, 4K gaming. I was like, that's really cool if I really want to. Good to um, know. So then I hit up my Steam library uh, looking at all the old games that I had and realised that I never played Max Payne 3. So uh, I booted it up and um, yeah, it was running like a pile of shite. <laughs> I was like, really? What is this? Yeah, it was terrible. And I was just like, I played it for about, I don't know, 45 minutes and I was like, yeah, this is okay. I'm enjoying it. I had to turn like a load of the settings down. And I was like, oh yeah, it's a Rockstar port. I was going to say, Rockstar aren't exactly renowned for their... uh... I mean, GTA was a bit of a... Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, but they put a hell of a lot of effort into that. They didn't they? Yeah, totally. But um, then uh, I I quit that game and was like, um. Ah, one of those games that I didn't play last year. You know, um, one of the games that was. Won all those awards. I was like, mm, yeah, probably play The Witcher 3 for a bit. Whack yeah. it on Ultra. Yeah, so I've now sunk about six hours into The Witcher 3. Uh, it looks fucking awesome. And um, 
I'm getting on with it a lot better using a mouse and keyboard than um, a controller. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I still feel like the combat in that game is a bit like janky in a way. Like it's, um, it's not very smooth. But then I'm now that we've kind of played. Well, now that we've played Bloodborne, I'm kind of playing it like that, which is weird. It's what like I was a, saying, man, in our a, last episode. A lot of dodging and stuff like that, whereas like when I played it at the beginning of last year, like I was playing it like Skyrim, like running in there like with my sh- like blocking and then hacking the shit out of everyone. I was like, yeah, that doesn't work. But this whole like dodging and stuff, but it, it does work a lot better, but uh, I'm still having I'm struggling with like the locking on to the different characters and moving between them all and stuff and yeah it's I'm just like I I feel like I'm gonna pump another like 10 hours into this game now uh, at least because uh, kill, killed me a griffin which was ace nice and then um, I don't know I'm on, I've been hunted by like the wild hunt or whatever now well I'm on I'm on the hunt for wild hunt I don't know something cool though uh, I ended up doing like loads of side quests and stuff and just dicking about. Um, it seems like the, uh, from what I remember, like, uh, the menus are incredibly confusing <laughs> with like the leveling up and like all the different perks and stuff. Like, There's I'm so sure much, I'll get there in there? time. Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, this game is like massively huge. Um, <laughs> Fucking, like, I know I'm going on about this, like, a year later, and, like, everyone in the whole world has already spoken about this. But, yeah, like, it, it does feel like it's um, a, a bit too much. But You do uh, wonder if, um, you know, when you're playing, I don't know, say, like, a racing game, yeah, and you've got the option to turn the assists on or off, or you can go into advanced settings and change the... Um, the brake bias and the front yeah yeah you can do, like, like, adjust everything. It'd almost be nice if there was some sort of streamlined system on some of these really intricate games where you yeah, could put yeah. it onto like novice mode and it just takes care of a lot of the yeah lot of the it, systems for you. Like so, like it would give you like an option. It's like, do you want to like beat the shit out of people or do you want to like be able to burn them with your hands or like give you like a few like options to choose from yeah or, or you know rather than a, a full alchemy system it gives you the option of making spells that will heal you food yeah, that healing you can spell, eat yeah that's nice magic. I would like that because like I was like trying to find stuff that healed me and I was like apple juice yeah I just neck a load of that get it down your son and <laughs> <laughs> just like drunk like six litres of apple juice while fighting this griffin I'm like Hang a bit, I'm, like, oh, I'm having a drink. Oh, need a piss. <laughs> <laughs> it is tough, and it's not easy to get into, but uh, it's worth persevering, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like, I love all the swearing. Like, it's fucking ace. So think- much, like, naughty words in that game. <laughs> I've just got so much respect for the game that... Uh, I- that's the reason that I haven't finished it yet is because I will not just sit down and play it for half an hour. No, so on, on all the occasions where I've got a small gap where I could be playing The Witcher, I'm just like, no, it deserves yeah. more of so my no, time. You need than to I sit there for right like now, at least so like an hour or two and, yeah, and get into exactly. it. Yeah, that's what I did because like, obviously PSM went down on Monday and I was like, hmm, play some Witcher. And then yesterday I was like, hmm, play some more Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah it's good so i uh, i've definitely been enjoying that and uh the final game that I've been playing, uh, well, not the final game, obviously I've played loads of other games, but like the final main game that I've been playing is The Order 1886, buddy, on right. PS4. I've been looking forward to this because uh, I've heard loads of people slate the game. I've heard loads of people say it's good but too short. And then there's a, a selection of people on a podcast I listen to who insist that it's really good and don't understand why everyone dicks all over it. But I trust you far more than I trust any of those people. So, The Order 1886, buddy, is that a good game or a bad game? So far, no. So far, it no, as bad. in no, it's a bad game. As in no, it's a bad game. <laughs> um, it does look fantastic. Um, it's definitely up there in in the looks department like looking over like london and stuff like that when you're out and about it's really cool but um I, the thing i don't get with, about this game like everyone hates on this game because it's so short like i've barely heard anyone say that this game is just really bad because like it plays bad right like, um so the combat in the game is like Gears of War-esque um, get behind cover shoot people go to the next room get behind cover shoot people it's extremely like monotonous I think that's the word that I'm going for like it's just boring um, like <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking, that is so damning I can't think of a word that like shits on a game more than just boring like and and it's so slow as well like uh, it, it has it to takes... be mate because it's only only be three hours long <laughs> i otherwise. know right seriously if it wasn't this slow then i'm like fucking how did they manage to like well i know how they got six hours out of it because it is it's just like at such a slow pace like uh, the the intro, I know it's like telling a story and everything, and I'm like there going like, okay, yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. I want to go and like shoot some stuff, and I'm like, yeah, sweet, let's go. And then it just goes along at a snail's pace, uh, like moving like room to room. Like it's not like an action game. Like well, so far this is what I'm saying so far. I will finish this game, <laughs> even though I'm selecting it right now. It might get better. Um, but yeah, it's it's just not really going anywhere, and um, so it's very linear. Obviously, you just go one way. Um, you you walk over a load of rooftops, which is fucking like boring because you don't see anything. It's just like you're in between houses, and I'm like, okay, like I could be looking at some beautiful like sky like skyline of london or whatever going on here but no i'm not um so and then like the, the the worst part that i've come across is like this like wave base bit so like waves of enemies come at you and like you you have like a companion dude with you um and i was like right cool like we took out the first dudes like we okay so we came across like uh the rooftop and they're like below us so we take up the guys uh, up top. He goes down. He's like, yeah, I'll get the guys down here. I'm like, sweet. I've got like a sniper rifle. I'll sit up here and just pap away. 
And so the first time I did that, I'm like, okay. Like some guys have just come up the stairs behind me and just like shot me in the face with a shotgun. I'm like, that guy's clearly not doing his job. Five tries later, <laughs> um, still in the same boat. Like the guy that goes down the stairs just does absolutely nothing. And I'm like, I've tried this like all different ways. I've gone down there. I've stayed up. I've changed my guns. I've like thrown like a million grenades and like God knows what's going on. And in the end, I did finally do it. But like, I was just like, this is shit. Like, I, I couldn't believe how bad it was. Like, like you, you would have like three enemies like uh, like a uh, a wave of enemies would come and like three or four of them would like just run at you while the others would be like papping you from a distance so i was thinking like the guy down there is going to be like trying to take care of like the guys running at you no he just he doesn't do anything like he just like shoots vaguely at people doesn't kill anyone so like i'm there right i'm like right bam 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 kill the guys running at me and then take everyone else out and it's just like this is just you have to wonder why they even bother giving you a an AI if 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 they're not going to do anything like, or barely do anything. Would it have even. spoiled the the game to remove a couple of enemies and not give you an AI? Are, I don't they, know. Like they I, they're there to forth? like for companionship, so like they tell you different things while you go through like the right. levels. Um, you know that like because it, it is like a story. It's like a movie. So they're there for exposition, basically. Yeah, and it's. So far, and that's what I'm saying, so far I am incredibly unimpressed with this game and yeah. And what you don't know <laughs> is you're probably like 20 minutes from the end. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I'm on like chapter 4 already. Right. I'm like, wow. I don't know how many chapters it has. I should Google that, but I can't be asked. So yeah, that, I've just had a good old rant about how shit that game is. Um, but I, I, I just, like, the thing I can't believe is that no one else has really said this about this game but you know maybe everyone else likes that kind of thing 16 16 chapters okay so I'm a third of the way through yeah that a third no a quarter yeah nah. a quarter of the way oh I forgot to talk about like the first encounter with the werewolves as well oh god it was terrible like they run at you you have to like press X to dodge and then, like, shoot them, and then, like, they run away? I'm like, what? And then they just do the same thing again. They run at you, you press X, dodge, and then you shoot them, and then they run away again. Do you and think like, um, having played so much of Bloodborne has had any effect on what you think about this game? Maybe. I don't know, but I, I don't think so. I mean, if, if, like, even if I just played this game without playing that, I'd be like, this is just like a repetitive, like boring game. I mean, I know <laughs> they're not, no they're not necessarily trying to do the same things, but the the source material is similar. The world, like that, they're trying to create is similar. It's a third person action adventure game. Um, yeah, it's just one of them's sixty hours long and has a very believable <laughs> world. Yeah, and the other true. one doesn't sound great well I'd, I'd still like to play it so when you're done oh, with definitely, it, we'll do like, a, we'll and do a I'll, I'll finish it off and I'll send it down buddy definitely nice don't expect much <laughs> it's it's like I think it's like you said on uh, 
on Until Dawn in the last podcast when we were talking about games we wish we'd played. You, you wanted to play it so that you could have a proper opinion on it, and I feel the totally. same way. I, I want to be able to say to someone, the order is, is like fucking balls, because yeah. I've, heard, I've heard from pretty much everyone I know that it is balls, but I cannot do that with a clear conscience and, until... I've played it, so and that is why I got it, buddy. I just I needed to know <laughs> for myself. It's yeah. a pretty looking game, if it is that shit. <laughs> well, fair Blurry. play, buddy. Yeah, well, hmm. it's a bumper what we've been playing, but then it would be really, wouldn't it? We haven't done one for about three weeks, so yeah, totally. Uh, and we've all we both had like new toys and new things to get on with, and yeah, yeah, like. It was a great way to finish off the year gaming, like just like going through a couple of the games that I kind of wanted to play, uh, but just never got around to. Year, man, it, was it cool. really was. It was a good year for games, 2015. Definitely. Oh, I have had my sorrows. And now it's time for the little news. The little news. The Little News Named The Little News because, of course, it is basically the first week of the year and there isn't really any news. <laughs> Nothing's so happened. This is, it's a little wee tiddler, buddy. It's a bit of a stabber. A stabber. Stabber? So stabber. most of the news is games are coming out or games are delayed, but we'll go through with this anyway and then we'll move on to more important things. So... Uh, firstly, and with your overclocking in mind, buddy. Yes. Rise of the Tomb Raider has yes. a PC release date, and it is the 28th of this month. Yes. So you could conceivably be playing Rise of the Tomb Raider for probably about £30 in uh, a couple of weeks, which is rather exciting, I think, isn't it? Which I will be doing, buddy. I can't wait. It's going to be fucking sweet. <laughs> Givens. Uh, and also worth noting, by the way, that I have bought... Uh, the 2013 Tomb Raider on the PlayStation sale for like £8 because oh, okay. I decided that, that was something that I'd like in my library. I've never actually finished that game, so... Uh, cool. Gives I'll me a reason that. to play it again. Get ready for the new one. Oh, I thought you'd like that, yeah. I'll Thank send you that to your much, console buddy. later on. Um, so yeah, there's that. Next, uh, Uncharted has been delayed again over the Christmas period and is now... Well, they've gone end of April is when it's coming out now. So cool. That's fine as long as it's, it's like another done, month or so, isn't it? Added on to the end. Pretty much, and uh, you know, I think that March is fairly bumper anyway because of all of the stuff that was kind of delayed over from 2015. So the division doesn't, doesn't really matter. The, certainly the division, it's buddy. It's like the division. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, in other news, we've got. Uh, a, a delay for ReCore, which is an Xbox One exclusive that is delayed until the second half of 2016 now. Uh, and the other big delay is Scalebound, which... Um, that they, looked cool. Yeah, they demoed that at E3. It looked very interesting. And uh, No, Gamescom, wasn't it? When yes, Gamescom. The, the, the Microsoft show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that has now been delayed till 2017, so a little bit longer to wait on that one. Uh, in other news... The results are in for the top selling games of 2015 and number one in the UK at least. This is These are all UK facts, in fact. But uh, number one was FIFA 
FIFA 16 was the no top surprise selling. there. Uh, usually is it's either that or COD. Usually, no surprise that Black Ops was second. Fallout was third, and Star Wars Battlefront was fourth. They were the big sellers. It's a good year. one for Fallout getting in there on third. I think I mean, so, especially considering the fact that game isn't very good, buddy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, oh, well. <laughs> Battlefront fourth, nice. I was thinking back actually. Um, at the start, if, if you said to us a year ago that we'd do a, a, a game of the year list and neither of us would have Fallout in our top five. I know, right? Who'd yeah, have thought it? That's pretty weird, but, you know, there you go. So anyway, next, the PSN network was down. PSN network. See, what I've done there, buddy, is I've said uh, an acronym. That yeah, the third dumb. letter stands the, for network. PlayStation network network. The PlayStation Network Network went down the other <laughs> night, um, and everyone was very angry. Uh, but Sony are extending everyone's subscriptions accordingly, apparently, although it hasn't been confirmed and it's possible they'd chuck like a game at us or something. I don't know. Um, like, seriously, like, like there were so many people complaining. It's like, ah, oh, I want compensation. Give me two games. I'm like, fucking hell. It was down for, like, what, 12 hours? It was 12 hours, yeah. Uh, like, uh, there's two things at play here. Firstly, I think you've every right to complain because it's a service that you're paying for. But most people were. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind people complaining. In fact, I think everyone should complain. But to to say that you want compensation is fairly fucking brain dead. Especially seeing as your compensation would probably be like twenty p because we're yeah, only paying that, like forty pounds a year. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done the maths, buddy, but... Fucking (laughs) nothing. It's it's insane. I want my 13 pence back now! Then again, if you add up all their subscribers, like 13 pence times that, that's a lot. I suppose it is, yeah. I suppose it is, and they can pay for it out of my renewal. Damn right. And everyone else is as well. So anyway, it went down. It wasn't the only thing to go down. Uh, the BBC website was taken down the previous weekend. It was, wasn't it? Xbox Live went down for a few hours the day before. Uh, HSBC was taken down later that night. More yep. of a concern. That was, um, yeah. <laughs> so not yeah, happy. These, these aren't... This is not hacking. This is DDoS attacks. Yeah. Um, which, if you don't know, is a denial-of-service attack where a selection of systems are designed to basically try and access a network thousands and thousands of times to completely overload the website with requests for the website, which is not hacking. It's uh, <laughs> it's just, just overloading. bombardment. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to be far more skilled to be doing hacking and uh, these people so often get credited or named as hackers when they are not either way um, I'm not even going to say who did it no one fucking cares I don't uh, even they, know I, I, yeah, I, I do know but I'm not going to I'm not going to give them any free Is publicity they won't get any coverage here yeah, but it was all me. You can't. So next, moving on, Watch Dogs 2 is out this year and is set in San Francisco. Uh, there's a rumour going around that Assassin's Creed is actually taking a year off in that respect and will launch in 2017, um, which is a weird one because there's an Assassin's Creed film penciled in to come out this year, so I think it would be a very strange year for them to take a year off of Assassin's Creed. But either way, we've got a Watch Dogs definitely coming. There are those Assassin's Creed arcade games as well. 
Um, and whenever the new Assassin's Creed comes out, be it this year or the next, it's going to be set in Egypt. So there you go. I don't know at what time period. Um, I suppose it'd have to be like <laughs> Pharaoh times, I'm going to call them. Yeah, for it to I be interesting. Sounds good. Ride around yeah. on camels and shit. Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. If you think that a year off is going to be enough to turn that back into a decent franchise, then fucking who am I to tell you otherwise? But I certainly don't think so. But there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, Tokyo-based Nomura Securities analyst Yonko Yanomura, who we shall dub the Japanese Pactor. Ooh. <laughs> this is an analyst of all things Japanese games who has said that the NX will be revealed in June. There's going to be some sort of proof of concept announcement between March and May, and then it will be revealed in June. Um, we take a punt at E3, shall we there, buddy? And then uh, Might as well. we'll launch in October this year. Now, this is all hearsay and speculation, buddy, but I would not be at all surprised. I firmly believe they're going to have to release that console this year because the Wii U is dying on its Harris. <laughs> yeah, that thing is long gone. <laughs> it also solves your Zelda problem. You could release it on the NX and release it this year. It's a double whammy, a twofer, if you will. Mm, um, the one-two. But then again, if the NX is just this sort of multi-platform Amazon Fire box thing then yeah then that's not going to work either um either way we've heard so much about what it could be i'm looking forward to finding out what it actually is surely it's got to have some kind of stank behind it like not like mega power but it it can't just be a fucking stick surely don't know man little box no I, i have no idea i wouldn't like to speculate but uh I do. Either way, I do think that with the sales of the Wii U as low as they are, even through Christmas, and the lack of support, the lack of games, the lack of third-party support, they need to do something this year. And, and I think I, I, I'm going to stick my neck out and say the NX will come out in 2016. Definitely. For what it's worth to anyone, which is fuck all, because who am I? But you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right. And so finally, in the little news, we have... Some big news. Um, the Oculus Rift, which you can now buy. There are pre-orders being taken for it. It has been priced at £500 plus £30 shipping. Uh, knock yourself out if you want to spunk <laughs> half a grand on some VR. Like, how come it. it's £500 here when it's only like $600 in the States? That's how they that's suck bit, us, buddy. They do it every time. Do it on everything, seriously. Yeah. So shit. Moaning about their $60 games in the States. We pay £55 for ours. That's fucking yeah. $80. Yeah, you know? Plus, Suck yeah. all of our balls combined. Because that's just not cool. No. Definitely not. So there we go. And that is the news. And now it's time for the Justice for Gamers 2016 preview. What does this have? Because we've never done this before. 
We haven't. We've never needed to preview anything before because uh, we weren't around this time last year. Well, we're closing in on our birthday, but we're not there quite yet. Um, I figure rather than the sort of rigmarole we normally go through, buddy, where we have a top five list, uh, bearing in mind we did a, a fairly substantial list last week of various things, uh, we have a many moons ago section. Um, it doesn't matter what year it is, nothing releases in the first week of the year, so that's kind of obsolete as well. Um, there wasn't really any news to speak of. Nothing substantial for Alfonso Phoenix or whatever. But what is exciting is we're in the first week of the year and there are a whole barrage of games that we are, have to look forward to. So yeah, I thought, you know... big old list. Exciting things are coming in 2016. Uh, aside from the games, we've got Nintendo's NX console, whatever it may be. Um, everyone's releasing VR. You know, that's happening this year, for better or worse. Everyone's chuck the money in already and I still think it's a fucking gimmick but you know yeah I'm, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon no chance but here we are though you know all the all the major players are releasing this stuff they're releasing the hardware so if 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 it is a gimmick like we kind of as old fogey gamers think it is then this is going to be a very funny year <laughs> for a lot of manufacturers yeah somehow I think we're going to have to go to some kind of game show to test it out this year. It might be, yeah, it, it, we might have to go to EGX this year, I think, if we get around, to, you know, you get through E3 and they announce loads of stuff, I think it might yeah. be time to take a trip to Birmingham, which no one really wants, but, nah. uh, you know, home of your forefathers, <laughs> Birmingham. Indeed it is, <laughs> old, uh, old black country. Indeed, indeed. So more That's importantly racist, than all of that no. stuff, buddy... No, the uh, more importantly than all the hardware and all the announcements and the business side of things is is the games. So basically, I have made a long list of games. This isn't everything that's coming out, and we'll probably miss some triple A's as well because this is a list of games that I am, for one reason or another, vaguely interested in. So I figure best bet we go down this list and we have a chat about all these games that are coming out and what we yeah, think true. of Yeah, true. Sounds um, good. I've just put one on there. Nice. That's fine. Um, <laughs> these are mostly in order of release date until you get down about halfway and then it's a selection of games that don't have a release date but apparently nice. are coming out this year. But That uh, sounds... That's, that's- very logical, buddy. It's, it like certainly it certainly is. It's the sort of it's the sort of work that uh, I'm kind of renowned for at this point. So, uh, so there we go. So let's start with the one that you've added, buddy. <laughs> I, I do think it is the first one out this year as well. I think you're right. Yes, and I missed it, it, so I'm glad you've popped it down there. And that is Oxen Free. Yeah, coming out somewhere around the 16th. I'm just guessing. <laughs> okay. You, do. you continue and, uh, to talk and I will look it up. Okay. Uh, coming out on Xbox and PC uh, exclusive. I have no idea if there is any sort of PlayStation release. Uh, I don't think there is. Once again, guessing. Uh, more information for you to find out. 15th. Uh, you were a day off. Ah, oh, so close. Um, this game looks cool. Uh, nice art style. I like the, the dialogue bubbles in it they look really cool I like um, like speech bubbles and stuff pop out and then you have your different options um, not really too sure what the storyline's about because I don't really want to oh, I don't really want to find out about it I'd rather play it 
Um, it it just looks really cool. Like the voice acting seems nice, um, and yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to it. I want to know what this game's about, pretty much. And this is from the ex Telltale guys, isn't it? That were responsible for the early Walking Dead stuff that gained so much yes, in the way of plaudits. Exactly. So there's reasons to be very excited about the story in Oxen Free, to be honest, because definitely you know, people loved that crap. So they love that crap in Malaysia. Yeah, totally. Yeah, well, I, I very much doubt I'll have a platform that I can play that on. So I'll have to. Oh, you could probably run that on your Mac, I reckon. Well, I'd have to, I'd have to get some uh, some VMware going or whatever because I'm sure it won't. Oh come out yeah, on yeah, it might not come out on Mac. Yeah, I, I should you. probably just bite the bullet and and install Windows on that thing. To be honest, but uh, probably just give it like a little twenty gigs or something. It's just the fact that my <laughs> <laughs> I've only got a one two eight gig hard drive in this computer, so yeah, that's um, a worrying thing, isn't it? Indeed, indeed. Well, moving from one very interesting looking game with a cool story and very impressive art style to another game that has indeed. all of those as well, buddy. Let's talk about Firewatch, which comes out very close to our birthdays and I know is something you're incredibly excited about. Yeah, uh, 9th of February, 2016. Uh, it's set in Wyoming, is it? I think... Um, something to do with some kind of big old fires that happened and you are a fire watchman who sits in the tower and (laughs) watches for fire sounds exciting to me how about you (laughs) absolutely you're spot on with wyoming by the way this is a game that centers around the yellowstone fires of 1988 so it's also kind of a period drama which is exciting um Really impressive looking game, and the thing that really struck, I think, both of us when we saw the preview of it at E3 this last year was uh, the the voice work. It just seemed like a movie, like it seemed incredibly strong, and you just got the sense that the story was going to be very interesting. Um, everything I've seen of it involves the main protagonist talking to someone in like a walkie-talkie. That's quite an interesting mechanic as well. Um, certainly Bioshock benefited from that so I'm kind of excited about that as well but yeah I just think you know I really love first person adventure games that aren't just centered around combat and I think the the sort of 2013 indie boom with stuff like Gone Home and Dear Esther has kind of allowed this sort of thing to get made far easier than it used to be and um so yeah, no, I'm very excited about it as well. And not too long to wait, buddy. We're only a month away from Firewatch. Yeah, this is definitely going to be like a day one purchase. And Absolutely. It just looks awesome, like the art style. Once again, um, I'm trying to find out who the actor is but um, who, who does the voice. I think it's like one of the guys out of like Mad Men or something. Um, and... Uh, there was a, one of the developers did an interview on uh, the Game Informer show um, a few weeks ago, and I was just like, "This is like this guy just has so much passion for this game. It just it just sounded awesome, and like the way that he got um, meeting um, with uh, a, a meeting with the um, voice actor. I can't remember what it was. I think it was something to do with like Dungeons and Dragons or something I want to say, but I, I can't remember. But it was some really cool story how like it ended up just happening and it, it just seemed to be like this game just seems to be one of those things that like it 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 
was like meant to happen in a way like it was fate like everything came together I was like oh oh what this game's so bad <laughs> it's really exciting uh, I'm yeah, very much seriously. looking forward to it so let's move on let's move on to The Division buddy which was my most anticipated game of the year uh, because I'm still flying a flag for it after all this time um I think I've probably said all I need to say about it, and I think if <laughs> if, if you don't know about the division by now, then um, where have in, you been? <laughs> you're luckier than we are, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I've heard people who have played it um, saying what it is, and it sounds like a third-person Tom Clancy Destiny. And if if that's what it is, then I'm all in. Sweet, yeah. <laughs> like absolutely well up for that so um, yeah the, that's out on March the 8th good old division should be a bit mm. cheeky um, yeah it's going to be weird once that game's out and we're not waiting for it anymore I feel like there'll be like a portion of my soul gone after that but uh, anyway we'll move on we'll just move <laughs> on to Hitman buddy are you excited about Hitman at all? no um, I can't remember if they're still doing it in like stages or something. Not how they really. Were gonna... No. So okay, the it original from... model of this was that they were going to release it kind of episodically with free yeah. DLC packs, but it kind of emerged that they were only doing that because it wasn't finished yet. I think what they decided in the end was actually we'll just finish the game. So. Yeah. I think it's going to be a full price release with all the content in there straight off the bat, or certainly it's going to be a fully fledged title rather than any shenanigans. So that's cool. Um, more like Blood Money than Absolution. I think it's Absolution was kind of criticised by a lot of Hitman fans for being a, a linear sort of story driven game rather than yeah, sort it definitely of, was like um, compared to Blood Money. Yeah, I must say. people seem to prefer the whole choose. You know, small yeah, open yeah. world. Choose how to kill your target or whatever, and that's very much what this is going to be. Looks interesting. Yeah, I, I enjoyed both um, styles of Hitman game. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I completed both of them. I know I completed Absolution because, like you say, it was like a linear kind of experience. Um, I'm trying to remember Blood Money. Like, I think that's the one where, like, on one of the levels, if you get like 47 kills, like you get an achievement for it. I, I I vaguely remember that. Um, yeah, I, I like the idea where it's going back to its roots. Like, I did like kind of plotting all the um, ways to kill people and things. So now that like you've enlightened me with the the news that it's not episodic, yeah, I'm a bit more interested. But the date that that's coming out is the 11th of March, which is three days after the division, buddy. So oh, I doubt we'll be buying that straight away. That won't be a day one then. No, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you're being my date man. I neglected to actually pop the dates in there, so I'm it's pleased right. you do. See, that. this is the beauty of having a tablet like here now. I'm I'm doing this silently. I'm not having to edit out all my clicks on the keyboard. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So let's move on to Quantum Break, which is the next game from Remedy. This is an Xbox exclusive, so we won't be seeing it, buddy. But. Uh, have you been following the progress of it? I know this is it's kind of weird they're doing a sort of uh, a TV show alongside it. And, yeah. Um, I'm not the, sure on that. Yeah. What was that sci-fi thing that Oh uh, god, I yeah, I know the one. Did it begin with D? Like something that one. Defiance. 
They, uh, I knew it was D. You were very close. Close. Yeah. <laughs> this, this looks a bit bigger budget than that and a little bit more coherent. And let's yeah. not forget Remedy have made a series of excellent games. I really Definitely. liked Alan Wake and I loved the first two Max Payne games. So, you know, th- this should be at least competent and they've certainly had long enough to work on it. But, um, yeah. yeah. Um, what was was it? Um, Gamescom again that the um, gameplay was released. Yeah, was it, and it I looked think? cool. It looked very cool. Like I, I wasn't too sure about the whole like being able to stop time that slowly, but then when it incorporates like the enemies that also stop time, so it's like you're in slow motion, but you're both in real time. I'm like, wow. It's a really nice that looks idea. Really and cool. The graphic style of it, it kind of, it had an Alan Wake thing going on, but it also kind of reminded me of like the latest Infamous games. It looks a little cartoony, but also kind yes. of realistic. And- yeah. But I, I think it was on on one of the podcasts, probably around the time. I I was like, I brought up the question, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe we were just talking like in general about like, right? So like he does his thing, he presses a button or whatever, and he goes in slow mo, like. And he shoots the gun. Like, why is the gun in slow motion? I think that was my question. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, is it because he's touching it. There. Like, why does the mechanism of like triggering the gun work at his speed? It shouldn't do that because he's holding it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I'm you calling can, I think bullshit. It's mate. one of those where you need to suspend disbelief a little bit to yeah, uh, to get on board. But totally, but hey. it could be very interesting. And you know. You look. You look at the pedigree of of like Max Payne. If Max Payne had launched on a on a new console as an exclusive back in the day, then that would have been a system seller. You know, yeah. you, you chuck in the fact that there's a TV show going alongside this with fairly actors with a decent pedigree. Yeah, uh, definitely. And this could be a massive thing. My gut is that this is going to be shit. <laughs> and I, I don't know why. I don't know why I think that. I just felt the need to get that off my chest. And and that's nah, fine. Judging by our uh, our, our launch balls up uh, awards, <laughs> uh, I shouldn't be trusted here at all. But I've just, no, I've, just uh, I've got. A uh, feeling I'm going to back you on that, buddy. Bollocks. I follow you fully. I believe it is also going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and it is out April fifth, twenty sixteen. There you go. I'm too cynical to believe that a game with all these new mechanics that's had such a laboured production that incorporates a TV show is going to be good. I just can't. Yeah. But, you know, I, I hope it is. I hope it's excellent. Let's move on. Let's move on to Dark Souls 3, buddy. Now, I know that you're not a Dark Souls fan, and I've never played a Dark Souls game. But I've so that means we're probably going to get this at some point. I've heard a lot of reports of people saying... That this is not Dark Souls Three. This is Bloodborne Two. Yeah, I've heard that as well, and that does intrigue me a bit more. Um, so I'm just gonna wait and see how some gameplay footage turns up, and then we'll check it out. I think this might be a game that we wait till like I don't know, end of summer. Hopefully, it pop in some cheeky sale, and we'll pick it up. I reckon. I suppose all of these, it will come down to how we get on with the division. You know, if the division does a destiny number on us, we won't buy anything for two months. So it it could be one of those where we just don't need anything else for a couple of months because we're so engrossed in other software. But at the same time, 
this also has the whiff of a game that I will just fucking buy and send you a message saying, oh, I've bought this. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that happening. Which is what happened with Bloodborne. So. Yeah, and Tomb Raider just now. Yes, yes. So there we go. But yeah, I'm, um, I am excited about Dark Souls 3 um, and I feel all warm inside to be part of the club as well. <laughs> so, yeah. so there Strangely... We go. It is out in Japan on March the 24th and then worldwide on April the 12th. So I don't know how they're going to police that with people just having a Japanese account and downloading it. But, you know, yeah, that will happen. Yeah, there'll be a lot of that, won't there? Okay. Well, maybe maybe the Japanese version just won't have like the English language. That would be a good way to get around it. That's an excellent way to get around it. Yep, there you go. Fixed it. Sorted. <laughs> Nicely done. Next, Ratchet and Clank. A new Ratchet and Clank game is coming to PS4 this year. And I have... My experience with Ratchet and Clank is to have played the Ratchet and Clank Nexus game on PlayStation Now. And I, I thought it was cool, but I am certainly not qualified to talk about this. At the same time, I, I'm, I'm up for it. Sounds cool to me. <laughs> what about you? Did you play any of the old ones? No. Nope. None whatsoever. Okay. Um, I think I played one on, on like, there was like a free one on the PS Vita. Uh, but I, I believe it was like the PSP version or something, and it was absolute dog shit. And I was like, "Yeah, that's because it's a PSP game, uh, <laughs> not because like of the game itself." Uh, I'm sure at the time it was great, but nowadays, not so great. Um, this looks really good, um, really rounded and like cartoony. Graphically nice, isn't it? Yeah, it really, it, it, yeah, it could be. A good game, so I think it's going to be a thing. See, see how it turns up. But Isn't there a movie coming out this year? As I, well? Yeah, I think there is like a Ratchet and Clank movie. So this as could well. be quite a big deal then. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be a tie-in. It probably is. I mean, the fact that it's just called Ratchet and Clank, you know, it hasn't got any other kind of shit on the end. I mean, that that That's the that thing seems now. to be the thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like yeah, but that is coming out April twelfth. 2016. Okay, next, uh, Uncharted. Uncharted 4. Um, the first time I get to play an Uncharted game when it comes out, rather than ages later and through a streaming internet connection. But uh, <laughs> uh, I know that you played all the originals pretty much when they came out, didn't you? You had your PS3 back into Deer. So yeah, back into Deer. I'm I'm looking forward to this. It, I like the look of the multiplayer as well, but uh, I'm well up for getting stuck into an Uncharted story. And and so I think some people have been a little underwhelmed about the uh, from the trailers and the set pieces we've been shown so far. Uh, I do not fall into that camp at all, buddy. I'm very oh, excited cool. about this game. Action Jackson coming at you, indeed. Much. Looks great, um, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks great. Um, and yeah, it's going to have all the action. I'm just hope like it it can't be slow or anything it's going to have like all fast pace pretty much all the time it's going to have a cool story in it as well and this is the final one isn't it in the whatever it is quadrology. Uh, so we're led to believe yeah, yeah until until we get onto the new franchise of Sully's Adventures which I'm pining for buddy 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I could just yeah. listen to Richard McGonagall all damn day. So. I know, right? Seriously. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it looks really cool. Uh, I'm sure it is going to be a, a great game and it's going to look absolutely fantastic as Naughty Dog always seemed to manage to do on, on the PlayStation platform. And it is coming out on April 26th. Uh, yeah, 26th. I mean, if anything, the delays have kind of made me more confident about it, to be honest. I know that's weird, but when you trust a studio, then that's the sort of thing that happens. You know, they pop they pop something back two months and you're like, oh, now I'm even more excited. It's going to be even better. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, they're going to be like fine tuning whatever it is. Yeah. Probably just like the multiplayer servers or something <laughs> stupid like that. But, and people you know, might say that you're giving massive. them a bit of a free pass there, but I would say that they've kind of earned their stripes and they deserve that pass. So... You know, yeah, definitely. They've done it. well. <clears throat> Let's move on to another one, and we will move on to Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Yeah, I need to play the original again. You do. Like, you should go back through uh, that on PC. I need to like get past that, that bit where I don't know where the. I fuck think if I'm you going. go back there, you will be like, "Why was I stuck?" Because no, like seriously, I like I went back there. So like, linear. I don't know, like don't know. nine, ten months ago, and I was still like. Where the fuck do I go? I don't get it, honestly. It's like one of the most right? games it's so I've ever dumb. played in my life. <laughs> but I'm just like, I was like, do I, I, I couldn't find just a YouTube way it. out. Just YouTube. Yeah, it. I should do. And Either way, this is this, this is a, an open world version of Mirror's Edge, which I'm excited to see, but I'm also quite apprehensive. I don't really see how it's going to work. Um, I am worried about this game with its open worldness. I, I'm not sure on that. The thing that worked so well with um, the original was like, this is your path. You you might have like three different routes or four different routes within that like streamlined path, but when it's all just open, it's like, am I just going to be following like a red line? I totally agree. Like, I, it was almost like you were being directed, and I loved that about it yeah. and I don't need it to be open world and there is this sort of sneaking suspicion that they're releasing a new game and everything is now open world so this has been made open world when it yeah. maybe needn't be you know thank, know. God, thank god Naughty Dog haven't you know gone for something like that because I, I I can't think of anything worse than Uncharted suddenly being this fucking explore the city I don't you know it just yeah that wouldn't work I mean, I'd love well, it to be, be like, just love it to be amazing. Wouldn't. It'd be more running, jumping, and you know, if 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 they pull that off somehow, then excellent. But I, I can't really visualize it right now. How it's going to be a better game than the first one by being more expansive? Yeah, true, buddy. I I, I don't know. I'm I'm very dubious. And it is out February twenty sixth, apparently. I uh, okay, I think that was pushed back. So I think you're looking May twenty fourth. That sounds more like it. Yeah. Who knows? I'm just I'm just on <laughs> the Google page. I'm just like saying no, random cool, days that I, I can I see. I think I vaguely remember reading a story in the news section about six podcasts ago where that was pushed back to May. So I think that second date sounds about right to me. Okay, that's cool. We'll go for that then. Next, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Um, I am really excited about this. Like genuinely, I'm. The closer it gets, the more excited I become because I loved Human Revolution. It was a massive sleeper hit for me, and uh, I love the art style and the characters. And I don't care that 
that the, some of the characters are a bit cheesy. I just find it very interesting, and I like I would put this in a top ten list of of games for 2016 that I'm most excited about, definitely. Yeah, I don't know about it. You never played Human Revolution, did you? Or yeah, I had it on PC, and I don't know. I never really got to grips with it. I think I just came to the party too late. You know, the first the first two hours of that game was terrible. Okay, that that might be why because like, I'm pretty really sure I bad. It for about an hour and a half. There's an attack on the science facility, and you're like, yeah, the, you the go henchman. in through one of the doors. Yeah, and then it, that, do, it like, takes you through truck. this sort of blundering tutorial, and yeah, very much you need to, and and then eventually you find yourself in a warehouse where you can jump up on shelves and stuff, and you're infiltrating a, a sort of third party lab, and basically, if the game had started there then it probably would have got nines and tens across the board because that, <laughs> that because first section was so laboured that, uh, mm. yeah. But this this is a really wonderful universe that this, these games are built in. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. This is a day one for me, man. I will buy this, so you're going to get to play it either way. That's but, fine. Uh, I can live with that. It's, yeah, I really, really like these games. And, um, yeah, I mean... They, I think Square have been doing a decent job of building their reputation back up. You know, they there was some controversy here with uh, pre-order stuff, but I, I think they've kind of got the picture. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. So yeah, definitely, buddy. Be cool. Oh, do you want a date for that, by the way? Uh, if you've got it, uh, some sometime in November, I believe. No, August twenty third. My bad. Nice. That's okay. Uh, next, Crackdown 3. This is the first game, buddy, that claims to be using the power of the, the cloud. cloud. The cloud! Something the you've cloud. been very excited about for not, a very not long McLeod, time. as in uh, Highlander. Was no, McLeod Highlander? Uh, I think it was. Kevin McLeod from Grand Designs, buddy. Okay. I'm thinking of a different McLeod. There you go. But yeah, the, the original one was really cool. I, I well enjoyed that, like, uh, all the cars and shit and shit. Like, you know, just... Hunting for orbs, that was the main thing. There was nothing else that mattered that. in that game. Um, no. This is a game that I I owned and then traded in and then re-bought and we were having loads of fun with on my old Xbox. Uh, and then the console's disk drive failed and literally put a hole in the disk. Nice. It was uh, pretty special. Luckily, I'd only paid £6 for that particular game. That's but, right, then. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, it's difficult... It's difficult for me to get excited about games that I'm definitely not going to play because I don't have a yeah. console. Um, we try very hard to be objective on this podcast because we're not fanboys. We're just fans of games. And at the same time, we can't afford to own all the consoles and play all the games. And this is something we won't play. But of all of the xbox exclusives that are coming out in 2016 i think if if i had an xbox i'd definitely be very excited about that and all of the all of the destruction that i've seen in in the the preview videos and stuff it just looks amazing to me yeah and the fact that like the destruction stays there as well it's like yeah it's exactly down, it's down which is cool very cool Right, I'm looking forward to seeing the cloud in action, see if it actually does anything, you know, all that hype like three years ago or whatever about it, you know. I think, to be honest, they're just hoping everyone forgot. 
Well, yeah, you know, but I'm never forgetting. Sounds ace. That was one of the things that I was like, yeah, I, I could buy an Xbox because of the cloud. <laughs> but, yeah, nothing's happened so far, so we'll see. Um, that is, it's just saying quarter three, so uh, I haven't got a date for that, unfortunately. Fair play, buddy. Yeah, I think we're into the section of the list now where there aren't sort of firm dates on most of these. But um, okay, so we're just going to say quarter three and later now because I can't be asked. I guess so. So um, <laughs> next we've got Doom. Oh. Yeah, we can't talk about that. Can't talk about it, but it looks fucking cool from those videos that I've seen. It does look fucking cool from those videos that you've seen. But we I can't mean, talk d- about d- it. I didn't actually get to play it, so... <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately, so it doesn't matter. It's one of those uh, one of those NDAs where you don't know whether you're allowed to say that you've played it or not. <laughs> I don't know. But right. uh, let's move on before I get in trouble. So next, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. This is still listed as a 2016. It fucking won't come it out. It won't be. It won't <laughs> come out. It won't. Let's not That's talk be about it. It looks no. great, but in a year exactly. where the division finally emerges from its fucking cocoon, there is no way that Ghost Recon Wildlands will come out as well. So we'll no. move straight on. No chance. Watch Dogs 2. That's confirmed. It's going to be in San Francisco. Is it possible, Ash, having played the first one as you did and, and knowing how terribly fucking toilet that game was, could they possibly get it right in the second one with all the feedback they earned from the first? They, yeah, they could possibly get it right. True. Do you think they um, will? I'm going to go yes. I think this game is going to be really good. I th- see, I agree with you. I really do. I think this could be the surprise of the year because I- like the the idea of how Watchdogs could be with like the whole hacking with the phones and stuff like that is like such a cool idea, like yeah. to modernise like these type of games. Um, but it was just everything was wrong in that game. It's got the potential, yeah. hasn't it? You look at the way COD used to be all World War stuff, and then yeah. Assassin's Creed mirrors that. And then yeah. Modern Warfare came out, and Watch Dogs is the sort of UB equivalent of that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, totally. And it's got the potential to be fantastic, and, and Watch Dogs sold amazingly well because they did a really good job of the hype. It was pretty much the first <laughs> one that pulled the wool over everyone's eyes before oh, everyone got wise to what was going on there. fantastic the way they did it. I am looking it forward so to Watch Dogs 2. I think that they will have learnt from a myriad of mistakes and that that yeah. game could be really interesting this time around. Definitely, buddy. I'm on board. And that game is out in 2016. Nice. Thank you Maybe. very much. Probably not. Gran Turismo. That's happening. Gran Turismo Club may or may not be coming out in 2016. I'm going to say it isn't. <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's listed it's as coming out, coming out in 2016, which is why it's on this list. Wasn't there like meant to be like a beta around now? That's the rumour, yes. I haven't heard anything about it from anyone. Um, no. And I've been looking. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as you can imagine, someone who recently purchased a steering wheel might be quite interested in the Gran Turismo beta, but... Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed previous Gran Turismos. They were cool. I've uh, never owned far a Gran be Turismo a bit before. slow. But they were good. I enjoyed, I've never uh, ever owned a Gran Turismo, but I did have Sega GT. Um, there you go, mate. If that's do. in any way the equivalent. 
<laughs> Either way, obviously, I'm a big racing games fan and I'd be very excited to see a new Gran Turismo. Cool. Next, Halo Wars 2. I'm getting this. You are getting this. I'm not. <laughs> I'm definitely getting this game. I'm not. I love the I first one. Yeah, the first um, one was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so good. And if this is like anywhere near as good, like I'm going to be loving it and it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, I'll pick that up on PC. No questions asked. Don't worry like about it. it. Next. Lost Guardian. Yeah, buddy. Um, I don't know what to think about this because obviously I did my research, didn't I? Getting some uh, PlayStation emulators and playing... Um, uh, was it Shadow of the Colossus? Uh, and was Eco. it I- Eco? Yeah, that was the yeah. other one. Um, I, I did play them for quite a bit, actually, and I liked it. You know, it was cool. Um you just wonder though like the production cycle of those games was kind of a legitimate one and this is so laboured and it's been so long in the making that you do fear for it a little don't you to be honest I'm interested I think that's the main word to put on this game like you say (laughs) because it's been so long Um, mind you like I I didn't really know about it apart from this year and then it was announced I'm like yeah what's everyone fucking what's the deal but you still you know? understand the development yeah i totally understand like long it's the been. fact that this game has been around for god knows how long and people have been waiting for it you know it's kind of like shenmue 3 buddy yeah. <laughs> given <laughs> but probably a lot better yeah well um, i'm i'm kind of excited about it as well but uh, i don't want to jump the gun and i still think it might be delayed so yeah totally i mean nothing's set in stone so we'll see what happens with that so next we've got The Legend of Zelda. There's actually two Zelda games coming out. We've got uh, the HD remaster of The Twilight Princess, which is a game I know nothing about and have never played. Uh, and then we've got the proper one, Legend of Zelda, I think as it's named. They're going for the remove all letters and numbers and <laughs> just yeah. call it Zelda. Um, and yeah, allegedly this is coming out on the Wii U. Um, but yeah, what do you reckon? I don't know, like, I I used to love that back in the day, like in the 90s. Um, but then as, like, I just grew away from Nintendo, um, uh, I did play Twilight Princess on the Wii, um, but I could never get on with it. it. It never had that kind of, like, nostalgia feeling that I wanted out of it. Um, so probably, unless like the NX is like this must-have piece of kit because it, this is blatantly coming out on it, um, I probably won't play it, which is a shame. It feels but to you me never like, know. Um, <clears throat> if the if the NX does come out in 2016, as a lot of people are predicting, then that kind of tells you all you need to know about how that's going to function, like. I, th- I, yeah. I do think the Zelda will come out on the Wii U, and I think it will also work on the NX. Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a compatibility thing going on there. I think definitely. So anyway, that's that. Uh, in the spirit of games that I don't think will come out in 2016, Mass Effect Andromeda, buddy. Yeah, I don't think this will be a 2016 release, and I'm really not. I don't really care about this, which is weird, because like I loved one, two, and three, 
Uh, three, not as much. But one and two, like, they were awesome games. Uh, I, God knows how many hours I must have plunged into them. And, yeah, for I, I think because I, I never really played a lot of three. I mean, I bought it on uh, 360 and PC, um, but on both versions, I never really got stuck into it like I used to with like like the old um, shepherd that I used to have and stuff like it's just I don't know it's it could be good I, I probably will pick it up but like when it goes in some kind of stale in like 2018 yeah you're just not like <laughs> particularly excited about it. I think a lot of people yeah. who really likes the, the trilogy don't really understand why they're making another one I think that's yeah I, I don't it. get it but, you know, they I've, were cool games, so... I played three hours of the first Mass Effect and thought it was, the, it was so clunky. Mm. Um, it put me off the entire series, and I haven't played any any of it ever since. I never played the second one or the third, so... Maybe yeah. this could be a jumping-in point for me, or maybe I'll just ignore it like I have been doing <laughs> yeah. for the last ten years. We'll see. Uh, next up, we've got No Man's Sky. Okay, cool. Everyone knows about this. Like, I mean, it's just just needs to come out now, really, um, and then we will judge it. I mean, I can't really judge it at the moment because, like, I don't know what's in it. It sounds like everything's in it. It looks a bit weird. Uh, I don't know. Procedurally generated uh, open world space exploration that you may or may not be able to play with friends. Um, you can fly into the atmosphere of planets and then explore them and name the species and claim it and then jump in your ship and fly off again. I think that the the biggest concern here is not... A lot of people are saying, what do you do in it? That's kind of what everyone's been saying for the last yeah. fucking year, man. They've been like, what, what do you do in this game? What's the aim of the game? My biggest concern is that we already know everything this thing does. Yeah, there's. I'm, My yeah, concern well, there's is clearly there's nothing find, else. Like, yeah, we already know, and the, that's the way the game works. Because, you know, if that's what it is, then I, I just don't see it having any sort of longevity with anyone, really. No, I don't know. It, it, then it, it seems like that there, there should be, or there has to be more to this game. They're holding something back. But that's what everyone thinks. I just worry, I hope so. I worry that they're not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, uh. Anyway, we'll move on. We're nearly there. So we've got Overwatch next, which is um, Blizzard's new first-person shooter in a sort of Team Fortress mold with uh, a kind of Dota thing going on as well. Um, yeah, it is, isn't it? Like where you like rank yourselves up and stuff like that within the game. Yep. I like the idea of this coming to like the shooters. Uh, what's the other one? Is it Battleborn? Yes, Battleborn. Yeah, that's the other one. Can't talk um, about that. No, can't talk about that. Um, haven't played it though. No, we haven't played that. We were on the uh, beta, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, this looks really cool. On. Like uh, I watched quite a lot of the beta while it was on like YouTube, people playing it. Um, I like the ideas behind it. Like I said, like the the Dota slash first person shooter. It should be cool, um, especially if we can get like four, five of us together and work as an actual team unit. That could that could be really cool. I think it's one of those like uh, Rainbow where 
if you've got a good group of friends to play it with, then you're probably away. But if you're on your own, then you probably won't have that great a time. I wouldn't have yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Or like, you need to play it and find people to play it with on yes. a regular basis. You've got to be a decent human who can talk to other humans. <laughs> yeah, sounds horrible. They're, they're <laughs> decent as well. And finally on my list, I have added Rise of the Tomb Raider because it's, as I said, it's coming out on PC this month. It's coming out on PS4 in the second half of the year. Um, And uh, I've no doubt that you'll play it on your PC and I'm very interested and excited to play it on the PS4. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking forward to playing through the first one again. So. Yeah, me too, buddy. Thank you once again for that. That's yeah, no awesome problem. to just uh, chuck a few hours into, get used to it again, and then prepare myself in, what's it, like three weeks for for the new one. Yeah, that'd Can't be good. Wait. I'm looking forward to seeing what you think of that. I've heard really good things. Yeah, there's um, good and bad points. Indeed. As in most things. Yeah, <laughs> so often the case. <laughs> Apart from this podcast. <laughs> Which is all bad. <laughs> all bad. All bad. All the time. So we do things. <laughs> Consistency, buddy. <laughs> Indeed. So now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Questions. Oh. See, uh, has he got some questions, buddy? He's got some questions. No, he's got one question, but he's got a question. He's got a question. Uh, okay, got them. Funk says. Can you both pick a movie that you'd love to see turned into a video game? Now, when I read this, Ash, the first thing I thought was, no. Yeah, me too. Because, because any, any movie that is turned into a video game, that game will be shit. Because that's how it works. But yes. after more consideration and thinking about it in a sort of more ideal universe where franchised games from movies aren't all terrible... I believe we have some answers. So, do you want to get the ball rolling? So, yeah, like, um, like you said, like no would be the the first answer. But yeah, <laughs> I, I think some kind of like stupid like B movie, like Sharknado or like um, the Human Centipede, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I'd like to play the rear end, please. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's it. How long Imagine can you Imagine the survive? character select screen. You can select the front, middle, or back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, no, yeah, it could be like, you know, you have to do all these different experiments and you've got to find the perfect number for whatever you're trying to do, like shit out a diamond, or I think that's what that film's about. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> Probably a much better <laughs> plot than the actual one. Yeah, true. Um, but no, the, like the actual game that I think, or movie to game, um, might be quite cool um, because it's got such a wide variety of characters and like factions and stuff. Would be like have 
uh, a Marvel Universe like Civ style strategy game. Um, okay, like, that could be um, interesting. So obviously you've got good and bad, but then within there you've got all your different characters and like spin-offs of whatever and they can all have different perks and shit like that and then um I don't know like you you could like say like your Ant-Man you could train up like ants, you know, <laughs> and have them as like your minions around the map and I don't know, exploring and things. Um obviously there'd uh, be a lot of issues with leveling in that um with like the Hulk because he'd just run in and kill everyone I guess <laughs> but um I think um that would be a cool game to play it would be interesting anyway it would be different as well yeah I, I like, really like most the sound of, them, of that most of like the Marvel like tie-in games are like really shitty like just well you know what they are shit games yeah <laughs> What about you, buddy? What, is, uh, what have you got up your sleeve? Well, I had a similar kind of idea with your Marvel strategy game, but with Toy Story. <laughs> I've kind of got okay. an image in my head, not like a Toy Soldiers um, thing, but a, a genuine sort of Civ-style strategy game, but you've got Toy Story characters, I'm imagining... Uh, what's the that there was what's that actual game? Is it called like Toy Soldiers? There's a toy the chest the... game that. Um, yeah, how how does that play? Is that like more like real? I, I think that that's place. a top-down thing, but you can also get into like turrets or go kind of first-person okay. in certain things. This yeah. would be very much a, a sort of battle plan of the house. I'm thinking the map that uh, Macaulay Culkin draws in Home Alone. Of how to defend the house. Nice. And then yeah. you've got, you know, you can move the plastic soldier battalion forward, and then you've got sausage dog coming in behind and that sort of thing. <laughs> like you'd have the heroes, they'd be like Buzz and Woody and stuff. And um, yeah, each room you maybe reclaim the house bit by bit from, uh, you know, I don't know, evil toys or whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. It's fine. So you're saying like you've got heroes as in like Buzz and Woody? Would that be like a Dota esque? thing where they yeah well the sort of thing they were bringing in with warcraft well. 3 where you could get yeah the, yeah yeah, the yeah totally that'd be characters. So yeah yeah it'd be man. a kind of a mixture of yes yeah, sort of sort of your warcraft 3 thing with your dota-esque kind of characters so w- would it be like really like child friendly to like get like absolutely young kids into not like strategy games no. okay so it would be like hardcore. it would be brutal <laughs> it would be warhammer brutal there'd be uh, okay There'd be absolutely, like, every time uh, a toy died, there'd be fluff everywhere or, <laughs> you know, severed plastic limbs flying off of Barbie dolls. <laughs> I didn't mean as in, like, graphically. I meant as in, like, you know, like, gameplay-wise. Like, w- would it be, like, hard to get your head around, like, um, Endless Legends or something like that? Or no, would I'm it be an- nice and I'm imagining a console strat game so it it okay, has to yeah. be relatively simplistic to work on a controller but uh, cool but yeah i think it could be really cool actually. yeah man that'd be funny that'd be good uh, the only other one i thought of mainly because of two things one jurassic world came out and people seemed to like it even though it was shite uh, and two uh, far cry primal is coming out this year and everyone's moaning because there's no dinosaurs in it it may well be time for a new Jurassic Park game since Telltale destroyed the last one. Um, yeah. I, I think a proper, like, FPS 
Jurassic Park game um, is long overdue. Uh, they they remastered Turok recently for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, uh, Jurassic Park, maybe a quadrilogy of uh, FPS or just a new story unto itself, whatever you want. But uh, yeah, everyone likes shooting dinosaurs, buddy. So Divins, yeah. So that'd be my other one. Nice. So thank you, Funk. And now it's time for some New Year's correspondence. Yay, correspondence. So uh, (laughs) I didn't really tweet out asking anyone for anything because I'm inept and also because I'm still kind of disorientated by the fact it's a new year. I know, I'm so confused right now. A six on the end instead of a five? I'm like, what? I don't like it. Terrible. What's going on here? (laughs) But we did get a couple of questions from Michael Strong, our good Canadian friend. Uh, And the first one was, what game has great mechanics but the story is terrible? Or maybe if it had a story, it would be better. <laughs> so that's his first question. He's thinking Happy Wars. He thinks the mechanics mm. were solid, but the game was, you know, the story was shite. Yeah, it did. I don't believe it had one. Um, and it? we both thought of exactly the same thing at exactly the same time, didn't we, here? A game with great mechanics and a terrible story. Destiny. There can only be one. <laughs> it's Destiny. <laughs> Destiny. You yeah, also put original. down Tetris, but I'm not sure Tetris, I'm going to let yeah. you have that. Um, it's got great game mechanics, but maybe it would have been better if it had a story. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm just saying they're probably the best game mechanics you're ever going to find. Yeah, then it could have been, you know, like Need for Speed The Run. See what happens <laughs> when you put a story <laughs> in something. Yeah, true. Yeah. But yeah, no, Destiny, the original release of Destiny... the shooting was great the story was fucking awful so that would be the most obvious example of stuff we've played recently definitely yes and then I think I think Michael actually sort of jogged his own memory here and suddenly realised he had an even better question um, after thinking of Happy Wars he says uh, in addition uh, what's the worst video game name uh, and he's put forward Happy Wars, which is a fair nice. shout. Uh, we've also got a comment from someone called David Foote who said Bayonetta, and I don't know if they were saying Bayonetta is a gr- game with great mechanics and a terrible story, <laughs> or if Bayonetta is a terrible name for a game. I don't think it's that terrible a name, so I'm gonna I'm gonna no. go ahead and think. Yeah, that I'll go with like yeah. Mechanically, that story. is a fantastic game. Uh, I don't. I'm not familiar with the story, but. No. Um, I think that's more likely, but yeah. So this is <laughs> this is games games with fucking awful awful names. Happy Wars is a great example. It's a good one. So I've got a few that I remember. Um, certainly, Bubsy is a terrible yeah, name for weird. anything. Um, I also used to play uh, a PC. It was kind of a mixture of first and third person, um, where you could play as tanks, infantry, and something else I don't know either way the game was called Wargasm which is a terrible name yeah I remember that really bad um, Bravely Default what does that nice. even mean really really bad and the one that kind of surprised me a little because I suddenly realised having never thought about it in this way before that it was a really bad name Metal Gear Solid 
is a terrible name for anything. Like It's a bit weird. We've all kind of become accustomed to it, and so you don't even think about it anymore. But what a terrible name that is, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> what the hell? What does it even mean? I, you know... I don't know. I'm sure there's some kind of meta thing or something behind that or something just really simple. Awful. Yeah. Um, like, the only one that I really, like, know of was uh, a thing. It was like a DS game uh, and it was like a Korean dictionary thing uh, and it was called Touch Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I remember hearing it on, like, a podcast. I'm trying to find out now. <clears throat> um, more about it, but I'm being a bit slow. What well, is it spelled? D I C K or is it just D I C no, as D- in dictionary? D I C. Korean dictionary for the Nintendo yeah. DS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good old giant bomb <laughs> sorting this out. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Okay. Yep. That happened. That's pretty special. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I'm just walking through Mockingbird Lane. I'm in the sun. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 41. Um, 41. It's a new year. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life for me. Um, and I'm feeling terrible because I had a lot of booze <laughs> over Christmas and I haven't really recovered yeah, from it's, it. It's detox time, I think. I think so. As he says, with a beer in his hand. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm on my second now. It's going well. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, you can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com. We are at Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, Twitter at Justice for Gamer. We're also on YouTube. Uh, it's YouTube forward slash Justice for Gamers video. We're on SoundCloud. Just search Justice for Gamers. You'll find us on there. And we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Uh, we're off to presumably play Battlefront now, I'd imagine. I think so, yeah. That sounds, sounds good. good. Yeah, excellent news. Um, and the season pass content hasn't been announced yet, but we will certainly purchase it when it comes out because we are a couple of wankers. So, <laughs> yeah, we are. There we go. <laughs> um, thank you very, very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night, so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop us an email to contacts at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>